What's up, Pistons fans? We are back again with Detroit Basketball. We are back with episode two of the Detroit Pistons podcast, known as the Pistons Pivot. Correct. Um, yes. No, we are in the illustrious and more media studio. As always, it's, as always. It's beautiful. I really like I really like what we did with the new paint job, you know. The, oh, you mean the white walls yeah, that add, haven't changed? Adding the jacuzzi in the corner was a nice touch. I really, I really liked it. Yeah, and by and by that I mean the futon, or you know the air freshener. That's a nice little. We, we need to capsule. We, we can't break the illusion. Yeah. We need people to think, wow, they're in like a palace. Yeah, currently we're in Jamaica. Yes. We're actually chilling right by the tub right now. We're exactly. just kind of wading our feet in the water. Yeah, it's it's really nice. Watching some pistons. People are bringing you know? us martinis. It's a great time. Yeah, uh, yeah it's um, it's like a palace. And Hold speaking on, of here's pa- some water. Oh yeah, yeah. Here's a, as I swish around my. Not water cup. What do you? Yeah. What? That's I'm not jacuzzi. drinking coffee. I'm drinking <laughs> an alcoholic beverage. As if that changes anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> nice martini that I was given. But, but yeah. Um. Now, where we were talking about? Yes, the Detroit Pistons. The NBA, the yes, Pistons. The NBA, basketball. The NBA team knows the Detroit Pistons. Yes. yes, the team we love and are near and dear to our hearts. Um. For those of you who checked out episode one, thank you very much. We Appreciate are on it. Apple Podcasts now, which yes. is a big deal. Um. So thanks for all the support. Um. Yeah, and for the people that watch everything we do, you're great. Thank you, Ann Morians. Yes, I think the that's Ann-Morians. what the, the I like Ann Morians, the, the people the, the who faithfully yes. tune into our content. If you're an Ann Morrigan, make sure you uh, you let us know on social media. Yeah, when seriously. we launch a Patreon, there'll be special gifts. Yes, if and when that happens. So you came here first basketball. If you're listening to this, yes, I think it's only rightfully. I was I kind of when I messed up my wording. It's only right if we. Talk about what happened. Yeah, we have. On we, Saturday. You have to. You have to. Like we would be doing it's, a disservice. It's been everywhere. Podcast. Videos have been everywhere. It doesn't involve the Pistons, but no. as a basketball fan, we need to discuss it. It's a headline that you might think would have happened in like 2009. Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason people, the reason uh, players get suspended for punches is because of the malice at the palace. Correct. So in a way, this is loosely. It, affiliated it's actually with us. totally related yes, to this. Exactly. So, in case you have been living under a rock, you probably saw that Chris. Paul and Rajan Rondo and, and a Ingram. little bit of Brandon Ingram at the end. I mean, it was mostly Brandon Ingram. He, started he initiated it. it yeah. yeah. They all got in a little tussle, a little throwdown. They went they threw hands. by tussle. Yeah. They got some, some hands connected to the face. It was, yeah. it was pretty sweet actually. Yeah, it was, uh, I was, I was like, yeah. Okay. Brandon Ingram I'm, fouls, here for this. fouls James Harden. Mm-hmm. The ref calls the flagrant because he like pushes James. Like he, you know, he, he, how he, he fouls him. He calls the foul. Yeah. Brandon Ingram gets mad and pushes James Harden. The ref gives him the flagrant. Then he gets in the referee's face. I thought Brandon Ingram was going to throw down with a referee. I was like, oh, no. I've never seen that. For, I thought he was a pretty tempered yeah. dude, too. I had, I had, I heard reports that he was, like, shouting. The ref was in his way, but he was shouting at James Harden. But he was looking right at the referee, yeah. yelling. So, I, you listen, James Harden. Like, don't make me look up. Like, unless that was happening. But, uh, you know, it gets broken up quickly. You know, Lance Stevenson breaks in, like, separates him. You think it's over. And then Rajon Rondo. Hold on. Backtrack. Lance Stevenson, of all people, NBA players. The one that's like, hey, the man, The troll let's of not the fight. NBA. <laughs> yeah. You know, comes anyways. It, it would have been funny if he grabbed, uh, if he, like, separated Brandon Ingram and, like, blew in his ear. <laughs> like, that would have been like, funny as or hell. Or, like, went over and just, like, it tripped James Harden <laughs> for the hell of it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, th- I thought that, too. I was like, really? Lance Stevenson? I thought he was going to be one of the guys the, brawling. He's the peacemaker. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. But, uh, so, you think it gets broken up. Lonzo Ball steps in, like, helps his boy. And then we find out that. Rajon Rondo and Chris Paul got in a scuffle, and Rajon Rondo spits in the face of Chris Paul. Have you seen Seinfeld? Yes. Do you know what I'm referring to when yes. I say, have you seen Seinfeld? Yes. Where the one episode, oh, I can't remember his name, but it was a former baseball player. 
and he spits on Kramer. Yes. It's kind of what it reminded me of because it was like they they show they did a parody of JFK and they showed like this weird footage where you couldn't really see anyone getting spat on. And it's kind of the same here. You really like can't yeah. see it. There's an there's an angle that came out not too long ago. He said he like accidentally spit on him. Yeah, where you can see Rajan Rondo like sort of move his lips and then Chris Paul like he kind of like I think he flopped. And I think he, he flopped. He flopped the spit. You think so? I think I listen. He's a flopper. I so have he not might've. seen, and this might be a hot take, but I have not. I, I have not seen any damning evidence. Like I saw the video. I've seen a slight t- twitch of the it face. Was a slight twitch of the face. He did a nice little wipe of the cheek. And you know how many times I've gotten excited shouting and accidentally like <laughs> spit on somebody? Like that happens. You're an NBA player. So it just could have been like, accidental. Contact. It could have been. And yeah. it would. And when things get heated, Chris Paul might have been like, "You motherfucker!" Like, yeah. It could have happened. I. Don't, I don't think there's any damning evidence to be like, like, like it's not like Ronda Rodden was like, <laughs> and had right. a loogie on Chris right, Paul. Right. He like accidentally like spit on him. And then Chris Paul was like, how, how dare you? So and threw hands before that though, he sticks a nice little finger. Yeah. Like kind of in I his mean, eye or poked him in the eye. I would punch eye? you. Yeah. If Grant puts a finger in my eye, I'm yeah. punching Grant in the exactly. face. Like. So that leads to Rondo just square hitting just, him in the face. And it's Rajon Rondo. Yeah. It's not like it's somebody who hasn't had a history of like of being a dick. It's Rondo. Yeah. He's a heated man. Yeah. So yeah, Rondo and Chris Paul, they, they brawl, they go fisticuffs, and LeBron grabs Chris Paul, puts his arm around him, is like, yo, man, yo, relax. And he's like, you spit on me. <laughs> what would you have done if LeBron would have walked up Move Ron, uh, move Chris Paul and said, that's the godfather of my kid, bitch, and punched Rondo in the face. And then Carmelo Anthony runs up and starts kicking him. That would have been the story of the century. Kicking Rondo. Oh my God. Like, cause like, cause, and I, I thought, I saw a thing on a first take today. They were talking about, um, was LeBron in the wrong for backing up Chris Paul? Because on one hand, that's your best friend. They're both the godfathers of each other's kids. But on the other hand, he's the other team. And there's that team mentality of we're going to war with these dudes, mm. us versus them. So I don't know if me and you, LeBron's are not if me and you run different basketball teams. Someone punches you in the face, Grant. I don't care what team I'm on. I will. Pro- I would be one of the guys that would have gotten a fight. I would have pushed you out of the way and punched somebody. I understand what you're saying, but I think LeBron is a person. LeBron's probably the only person that could have de- stepped in there and de- and did that. And a, like, I don't see any reason to doubt that. He was the right person to break that up because I don't blame LeBron's LeBron not only six friend. seven and uh, built like a you know a fucking train. Mm-hmm. You can't really get through him as yeah. Chris Paul in the first place. Also, he's like your your dude, you know. Yeah, that's you the banana the banana boys. So like, Stephen yeah. A. Smith can take one. <laughs> well, Stephen A. Smith was backing him up. Okay, Max, Max Kellerman was the one that. Said, oh like, man! Like, I don't even know why we're having this conversation. I don't even know why Max Kellerman. <laughs> you come on my podcast impressive. and you come at me and you say, "Oh, the branch is in the wrong." <laughs> Max Kellerman. <laughs> Max Kellerman. Oh, yo, hero, yo, king. Yo, yo, hero, yo, king. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we got our first Stephen A. impression of the of the year. So <laughs> he's never going to talk about the Pistons. So no, no. we have to do what we can. Unless breaking so, on Blake yeah. and Andre like slap each other or something. Yeah. Which I mean, I think even then, I think it'd be like. Oh, the Detroit Pistons were playing the LA Lakers, and Drummond and Andre, Drummond and Blake Griffin start brawling, and yeah. would be like, "But can we talk about LeBron James and the, and the Lakers? What did have happened at the Clippers? Can we talk about him? Yeah. Can we talk about him? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, like, 
So to reel back in, Brandon Ingram then jumps into the, the yeah, pile. Brandon Ingram runs back in and clocks Chris Paul in the face. And Brandon Ingram has a huge wingspan. Yeah. So he you literally punched him both. You know those things, um, the like the rock'em sock'em. The rock'em sock'em. He literally robots. looked like that as he goes in and pushes his arm like directly yeah. forward like, and connects right with I'm Paul. I'm just gonna say all three of them really looked like they had weird punches. Like yeah. I, at no point did I ever go, Well, what a southpaw. Like they were all throwing really weird punches. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Brandon Ingram gets suspended four games. Chris Paul gets, gets suspended. Uh, Rondo gets suspended for three, and Chris Paul gets suspended for two. I think Rondo should have been suspended for two as well. That's just my opinion. Because yeah, I, he spit in their face. Yeah. But Chris Paul poked you in the eye. Is that not the equivalent to being spit in the face? You brought like, it right back to him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like it'd be one thing if like you know Rondo just walked him to sucker punched you. Then yes, you throw down and you fight. But I don't know. They both should have been suspended for two games in my opinion. But. But anyways, but anyways so that was the big back news. To the, back to the team that matters. You know, we get enough of the Rockets and and the Lakers and ESPN. Like. I'm sorry, but the the Lakers don't want a game, have they? No, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Are the Rockets and the and the Lakers number like in the top five in their division? The Rockets might be, but I don't know about the Lakers. But the Pistons are. We're two and zero. We're undefeated. I think that means we're gonna go to the finals this year. I don't know what else it would mean. I mean, right? Like, yeah, obviously, like, two and zero. Yeah, I don't know what else that. I don't That's know what, basically eighty two and zero. Yeah, I mean, what are the what's the Warriors' record right now? <laughs> That's a good question, actually. I don't know. And neither do I. Let they're not. Check. They're not two and zero. They they're two and one. So technically, suck it, KD. Hold on, I'm gonna look at the standings. It looks like Detroit's third in the Eastern Conference. Top three, baby. Top three. The Lakers no, aren't getting anywhere near top three this season. Now, Chad. Yes. Let's come back down to earth. Yes. Come back down to Mount Pleasant, Michigan yes. for a minute here. Yes. Are they going to stay there? Hell yeah. Top three, baby. We're <laughs> so going to the way. You got the piston blood. You drank the oil that was I'm in that drinking, Motor City machine. I'm drinking the pistons oil. All right. Yeah. Hooper came and kicked me in the face, and I bought in. So that's actually how you feel? Or are you saying Hell yeah. this? Okay. I'm totally not actually believing that. <laughs> until I, and until I have reason, when we're not when we're not there anymore, I'll believe it then. But in the meantime, I'm gonna enjoy okay. the third seed Detroit Pistons. So we had a couple of good, pretty damn fierce games since our last podcast. Um, a matchup with uh, Brooklyn, leading to a nice little win, uh, ninety-seven to nine, or uh, what was it? Under three to hundred. Yeah, almost blew it. Almost blew it. I remember driving to your house because we were recording a podcast yes. that day. And I had the game like score updating on my phone, and I was like, I swear to God, if I get to Grant's house and they've lost, I'm going to throw myself out his window. None other than Michigan native Karis LeVert leading yeah. the charge for the Nets. Yeah. Nice to have a hometown guy just put, screwing the pooch on you. You got to take a dive on us, man. Like if I was like, if you're you're an NBA basketball player, you're a diehard Pistons fan, but you play for like another team. You gotta take you gotta take the L, right? Take it back a notch. You, take you can back. go get your money later. Maybe bring miss, it back. Miss a three or two. You're the fucking Nets. <laughs> it's what are you playing for? It's not like you're playing for anything important. And also, former Detroit player Spencer Dinwiddie came yeah. out to show, of course, because he now he's good. Because well. yeah. now he's a great player, of course. Well, when think, he's not, I in think the it just shows the poor the poor quality of back then. Because back then, you know, he their coaching staff wasn't good. Well, it's interesting because Stan picked him. You're right. You know, he was as the GM himself mm-hmm. and then didn't do anything with him. And now he's flourishing and, yeah. and, and that's whether that's he's on a bad team or not. Like safe to say that's 
a lot of young talent in that team, and he's getting the playing time and also, the points episode, to go with episode it. Episode one, we said Brooklyn, uh, Jeremy Lin played in Brooklyn, and that was not true. He plays for Atlanta. Oh, that's right. He got traded. So, yeah, so Curry. Or did he sign? I, I don't Who cares? Okay, it's <laughs> but, Jeremy Lin. But sorry, Pistons Pivot fans, for the mistake. Yeah. There will probably be lots more to come, because... I don't know who every player in the goddamn there was a, NBA there was plays a busy for. Busy offseason to say the least. I I honestly forgot that like Demarcus Cousins happened. I forgot yeah, that when you, when you were like when you were like when yeah. I was listening back to the first episode and you were like yeah nothing really happened in the offseason and I was just like actually a I was lot mistaken happened. as I yeah. went back and reviewed like some of the big changes and yeah. I mean here we are. Um, but uh, no, Andre Drummond had a nice double double to start out the season. Not a bad way to do it with uh, you know twenty rebounds per usual. How yes. he does it? We put up ten points. We put up twenty five rebounds. Yeah, uh, Blake Griffin also coming off with a strong game as he has for the really both games so far. He's been the absolute he's, carry. He's, he is the reason we have won those two games. Um, I think he's averaging here. Let me pull up. Stall for me. There's a, there's a crazy stat line I want to bring up here. So yeah, but okay, yeah, I got you it. Know. Yeah, nice Andre, Andre Drummond put up a three. The, the <laughs> he game. did put up a three, and you, you did take the over on that, and you were correct. Yeah. And for that, I'll give you a little bit of thank claps. You, thank you. Thank you deserve you. some thank claps you. for that. I deserve another drink of this delicious island beverage I can't, from the Bahamas. I can't believe Andre Drummond, a man who was almost contemplating taking the granny shots for the free throws, <laughs> went up and hit a three. He said he was going to. And is now adding that to his game? like. What, what a world we live in. And that's why, and that's why, Max Kellerman, <laughs> the Detroit Pistons, with a new Andre Drummond shop shooter, is going to bake the NBA Finals. And you can bet on that. So anyways, Blake Griffin's stat line over these two games. Was not blasphemous. 29.5 points. Yes. 10 rebounds, 5.5 assists, 50% from the field, and a whopping 75% from three. And I bet that will not be talked about in ESPN at all. I mean, granted, it's two games. True. Let's let's you know bring down the blood pressure a little bit. True. However, if that keeps up though. They better have his name in an MVP discussion. Right now, I mean, it's two games and it's two games, and that's and that's right. It's two games. Everyone's stats are good in two games. Yeah, but he is not showing a sign of that ending. I mean, yeah, you you can't hold a seventy five point three point percentage it's not, it's not into like, the yeah. It's season. not like we have a secret weapon waiting to be healthy. Like he's his- our team. But some good things are like I don't know if you watched a lot of the highlights, but his three shot is spectacular. He, he, from from not having one, I mean, three four seasons ago to developing it, I think last year yeah. and the year before you that. Know what, to, you know what's funny? I really think I think this off season he had time to gel with his team, yeah, get into the offense because he got thrown halfway through the season. And I also think I think this is probably him being one hundred percent fully healthy. You yeah, know, we are getting a a very that's me knocking on wood a very healthy basketball team right now. Yeah. And I really hope that stays. And that would be, I mean, the make or break for this team, I think is going to be health. Oh yeah. And that's going to be the downside because a man like Blake Griffin hasn't had a healthy season in years. Yeah. So to put all of our eggs in this basket, it feels like so far, I mean, obviously new system. Yeah. It'll take, I mean, Dwayne Casey said himself like 10 or 15 games is when we're really going to start to see this thing work as it should. Yeah. So like, Obviously, it's still at the beginning of the season, and and Blake Griffin is still very much yeah. But with Blake Griffin, doing Blake Griffin things, but with Blake Griffin, like his three shot, his three point shot looks good. And while I don't want him to only take threes, he is taking more threes than he did with LA. Yeah. And the three point shot, there's a reason why like NBA players develop the three point shot when they get older, and it's because it's a very sound thing to get good at, and it's a 
it's a safer way to play because like yeah you know when you lose your athleticism what do you do you then have to develop a shot and yeah I think, you can't play yeah. your man ball and, anymore you and can't while blake isn't an old yeah. man you know he's got the legs of one like essentially yeah and so by him developing that three-point shot you know if he can hit that consistently and then be athletic blake griffin when we need him to be mm-hmm. you know it's going to be less on his on him as a player and hopefully that can help him be healthy yeah like, that's what i'm hoping for and the hope is like the potential of this cast around him will finally start to be realized as they start working and gelling around doing yeah. Casey's system. I really like that's a thing too. Like there've been a lot of things in these last two games, which we'll talk about that, like show really great promise. And then there are other things where I'm like, Oh God, that's yeah. improve. But we can't really, really dig into it too much until we have a couple more weeks to really see what Dwayne Casey's all yeah, about. Exactly. Um, another good thing over these two games has been a very uh, uh, something we've never really seen before is the pairing of Ish Smith and Reggie Jackson. They're playing almost equal minutes in these yeah. games, and I can't say I don't like it. Yeah. It's it's been a really interesting way to play them. It's reminding me remind it reminds me of the season where we had really healthy Brandon Jennings while we had him. Yes, and Brandon Jennings and DJ yes. Augustine were paired together. That's what that reminds me of. Yeah, and and like you couldn't stop either of them. And that's what it reminds me of. And I really loved that pairing. Yeah. Because it was like, it doesn't really matter who we throw out of the point guard. Like, and that's, that's why I was really sad when they both went like that season. Like they, we trade, like we, what Brandon Jennings got injured and we traded DJ Augustine. Like, yeah. So, but yeah, they're playing a very, I really like what they're doing with them. But nonetheless, yeah, they're, they're coming out. Um, Ish now has a three shot like he's Good. made 50 percent of his shots so far well, he's listen, taken eight th- Andre attempts Drummond over the course of two games threes. i guess him and you know him and dre and blake all were like you know what three games let's have him blake, we're having him point shot looks great yeah thanks andre taught me <laughs> <laughs> like no more shooting guards no more small forwards like this Our is big put, men and ish are gonna do yeah, yeah 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 the, the people that consistently don't now if andre um, Drummond can hit a shack hook from the three-point line then we'll talk yeah but so what's interesting is that um nba.com the stats are when Smith and Jackson are on the court together, they have a plus minus of 8.5. As soon as you take away uh, Reggie Jackson, Smith is basically zero. Yeah. So which shows how good Reggie Jackson is. Yeah. And it also shows how ish still really at this point in the season can't truly like be the starting point, be guard. the starting point guard, which is what I've been saying. So like, I'm really liking the creativity from yeah, Casey here and bringing these two together and well, trying to work some stuff out here. It's, it's kind of like it's kind of like when the when the Detroit Lions had Calvin Johnson and Golden Tate. You know, Golden Tate had a statistically better season than Calvin because everybody was double covering Calvin Johnson and Golden Tate had easy slant routes. Mm-hmm. You know, and now you look at the season and Matt Stafford still gets Golden Tate plenty of slant routes. But Marvin Jones gets those touchdowns now. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we'll double cover the threat, and that just leaves like we'll we'll, we'll cover Reggie Jackson. We'll get we'll shut him down, and then Ish can heat up. And then yeah. by the time Ish heats up, Reggie Jackson's ready to step in. Yep. You know, it, it's good to have the same people with the same skill up. Uh, sets, and that's another reason why I think Blake and, and Drummond work really well together because you throw you can you can body him up in the in the post, and now that Andre can shoot threes, if you body him up in the post, <laughs> one's hitting the three pointer. I mean, I wouldn't go to say that far, but, but he but, has yeah, shown but, the the ability to make. And one prosper three. in one yeah. three point. But even then, you know, if you're if you're gonna, but he had his man. If two, if someone, if you know, if if Dr- if Drummond's guy goes to body up Blake Griffin with Blake Griffin's guy at the three point line, yeah, you can just do a bounce pass to Drummond down down low, and that's the thing yeah. I like. Yeah, I like that our best best players. I I, I air quote ish is our, one of our best players, but our youths are one of our useful players. All play similar positions because mm. it helps us really take advantage of the double team. 
Well, yeah, and so. it allows you to really put some different lineups out there. Exactly. That you can play around with and see what works and what doesn't. And even with the teams we have now, like Stanley Johnson was injured in game one. He didn't play. Mm-hmm. Uh, did he play game two? He did. He yeah. was playing pretty good minutes. Um, But even with them. He was not playing great, though. Yeah. He was like four for 13. Right, yeah. But, I mean, if he was hurt and he's just coming back, like, we got to give him some time. Yeah. But even with that, like, with Stanley Johnson, Luke Kennard, Reggie Bullock, uh, Glenn Robinson the third, like, you look, that's that's who it is, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got it. But you look at you look at his players like they're all wings and they can all play about the same thing. So like you know, it's if one has a bad game, the other one won't. Yeah. And it's just that useful team. I really I like the way our team is set up. Now, so. this second game against Chicago, uh, really spectacular game. I wish I watched this live. I only watched the highlights. But talk about a clutch performance from Ish coming yeah. in at the end. Yeah. Like I I don't know how to feel about this man, Chad, because like. <laughs> He has you want cl- him to be the starter. Yeah, you want you want to put all of your bet. You just, Don't get me wrong. You want to root like, for him so hard. I really want him to. But then we saw last season when he was a starter, we didn't make playoffs. I know. Like I really, I just, love Ish. He embodies the Detroit personality. He, he fits on this He's team. Got that hustle. He has his niche. Yeah. Or niche. niche. His niche. Yes. More like niche Smith. Niche Smith. Yeah. I don't know, man. I. You know. I just he, wish he was more consistent he, because I feel like he can be. I just, I don't know. He plays his not role there. very well. Yeah. And that's why he's a role player. That's exactly it. But too. don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with being a role player, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I like Ish Smith. And yeah, he's useful to the team. And I'm glad we have him. Especially yeah. for games like that. Because he won us that game. So another person that won us that game was Blake once again. Uh, going 33, 12, team, and 5. Yeah. yeah. Um, some also notable things. Uh, Reggie Bullock went off for 16 points which was a nice, God you know, man. take. Uh, one for four in the three, but I'm sure he'll get in his groove later on in the season. That's kind of what he does. He's pretty streaky. Um, Reggie Jackson is having a pretty damn good bounce back from an injury. Which is good. Um, we need that. Both games, especially this game, 18 uh, and six assists. Yeah. Like, definitely playing his role to the best of his ability. Four well, for seven from the three. Well, like, I think he knows. I think, I think this entire team knows how important this year is. Yeah. Like, we have the coach of the year. And we only have, like, by the time Blake Griffin's contract is up, he's going to be 35. We only have prime Blake Griffin for another few years. Mm-hmm. And he's on the decline. And even so, if we don't make playoffs, if we're not successful, even if we are successful and win, he's probably still going to leave. So we have a lot to really play here. We need to get as far as we can in the playoffs. Um, it's now or once never. Blake Griffin leaves, they're probably going to rebuild. So we need to be as successful as we can while we have him. Yeah. So I think I think everyone knows that, and I think everybody's playing with that mentality. You know, Stan Van didn't really set us up un- well enough to win later. We kind of have to win now, and luckily in the East we can do we can do that. So expect yeah, everyone's healthy. Without a doubt. Um, something that Andre had a pretty bad game. Um, still got still a, a the majority double. of our rebounds. Still got a double double. Which is crazy to say that Andre had a bad game and still got a double double, but also like, like you put up like what twenty five points and ten points or twenty five rebounds and ten points over the course of the two games. Yeah, no, I mean like in, in no the, in, in this goals. he went for ten and thirteen. Okay, um, so I mean again he's doing his role in the rebounding. I would rather it's him... just his offense that's still kind of inconsistent coming into True. the season. But with with if Ish and Reggie and uh, Blake are picking up the end of the scoring, I'm okay with Blake Griffin taking it back to the scoring. We need him defensively. We need him for the rebounds. We need him for the blocks. And yeah, if we need him to step up and score, that's great. But luckily, with Blake, we don't really need him to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, great. Do it. But we don't need you to. Yeah. Um, something I wanted to point out is our boy Luke Kennard had a did not play this game. Oh, no. 
he was put in. He was actually a starter in the first game. Yeah, well, I think and he because went, Stanley Johnson was hurt. I mean, fair, but like, instead of I don't know, I just thought that was weird. Either way, he, how, how he, well did he play in the in game one? He was seven points, four rebounds. I mean, not, not a bad, not, not a bad thing not for him, and yeah. especially not really having any play time to begin with. True. Last year, so like, yeah, I wouldn't really say it's taking advantage of your opportunity, but yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. And I was interested because like, Langston Galloway and um, who am I thinking of? I checked out his podcast. Did you? What did yes. you think of it? It was okay. <laughs> You're just talking about shoes. Yeah, it was okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, shouts out to Langston. Anytime you're, you're welcome on this pod, even though we might kind of. Diss you a little bit, you know. Listen, come on board. Yeah. I um, didn't have the greatest of games either, so I would I've been I would have liked to have seen Luke get in there and get some play time, but it is what it is. They won the game. Yeah. That's all that matters. A win's a win, but yeah, a couple there 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 are definitely positives, but there have been a few negatives too. Like the very first game, you know, when we were up by thirteen and yeah. the other team, like the Nets just went on a rebound, like a layup fest. Yeah. Like that shit can't happen. Mm-hmm. We've got Two of the best big men in basketball. No one should be laying, should be doing layups. At the us. very least, those points need to come from anywhere but the. They paint. need to be like they like. We should not be letting people let, score any layup. Exactly. Like you should be like, oh, you want to score a layup on the Detroit Pistons? Okay. Like especially best, if you have Zaza out yeah, there, you know. We've got Zaza Pachulia, Drummond, and Blake Griffin. Yeah. Like they, we, they shouldn't happen. And the fact that it did happen, that that did kind of upset me. Mm-hmm. I was like, they, that that shouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, it just shouldn't. Um, so looking ahead in the schedule, we have the 76ers coming up next. It's going to be an interesting game. They've always seemed to get a way to beat us. The Sixers have been playing really bad, though. They have. They've had a really shitty start to their <laughs> well, season. We need to hope that they just give the ball to Markel Fultz the entire time. Because he he's he, he looks abysmal. Yeah. Um, what else? Cleveland. They, they we'll don't look them. nearly the same, of course, Blake as expected. I mean, Blake Griffin's going to have, a, I, I guess, a handful trying to with Kevin Love. But besides that. And then to round out October, we have two back-to-back games at Boston with Boston. We'll lose those. <laughs> we will undoubtedly get hammered. I'm assuming because they look to be clearly the finals favorites. I mean, Jason Tatum is just looking great. They are such a complete team. Like, yeah, like Gordon it's Hayward's insane not what they've done, and he doesn't need to be. No, I mean when you have Kyrie. You have a rookie that they somehow got in yeah. Jason Tatum. Yeah. You have people like Jalen Brown who come off the bench and, or no, he starts, doesn't he? Jalen Brown? Yeah. I think he starts. Yeah. Plays great. Marcus Smart comes off the bench. Al Horford is your fucking center. Yeah. Like, that's a that's an amazing team. And you got team. Gordon Hayward. Like, yeah. Who just is coming back, but yeah. is still, you know, having a good and, season so and far. And Terry Rozier, who would be a starting point guard on, on most basketball teams. Absolutely. And former Piston Aaron Baines, who's. I absolutely played a, a very yes. Who's yes. played a really good uh, yeah. you know role there? Is Marcus Morris still there too? He also I is. So yeah, exactly. So like yeah, they have a great team, and I'm really really worried on what they're gonna do to us. Uh, Even in come, game one, the very because I watched the season opener of Philly, Philadelphia, and Boston, and any time like you know if if you would have told me like oh Kyrie Irving is gonna go like what one for twelve yeah like one for twelve. <laughs> But they're still going to beat the Philadelphia 76ers. Like, how the By, fuck like, does that happen? double digits. Yeah, how does that happen? Yeah. How, how does your best player, best player, because I think Jason Tatum might be their best player, but how does your best player score maybe one basket yep. and you still beat the Philadelphia Sixers? Like, and Ben Simmons is great, but... And, and Joel Embiid, if Joel Embiid wants to be, he could be the best big man in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm sure they'll get it eventually. Hopefully it takes them another few days so we can beat them first. <laughs> yes, I agree. And then to round out October, we have another game with Brooklyn, which should be a win. <laughs> so We'll get them again. We'll, we'll probably pre- preview November as we get closer, but that's kind of the end of October. Um, so we have an interesting month for sure. Um, we should think, be able to win most of those, I think. I, I'm hoping for a positive record out, coming but out of that. If we yeah. could squeak out a win, one of the Boston wins, that'd be great. Hopefully at home. I mean, oh yeah, why not, right? Yeah. It's it's. I'm hoping so. Detroit basketball. Yeah, the, uh, the the only Pistons game I went to last year was against the Boston Celtics. Mm, how they do? We lost. Yeah. And, you know, it was like one of like the. It was the first time Boston played Blake Griffin in the Pistons, so I went. And, oh. Yeah. Which is why yeah, I wanted to yeah. 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 I, wanted to I see, remember you I wanted saying to see that Blake you weren't Griffin going to go up against the Celtics, and the game was close for like half the first quarter, <laughs> and then Kyrie quickly ran away with it. Yeah. Which sucks, but hopefully it doesn't happen this time. We're a new Pistons. We're a healthier, better Pistons. Yeah. So, so looking ahead, anything that you have note of? I'm. It's kind of all I got for tonight. Um. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's only been two games. So, like you know, if I can't, if you want me to? They need to trade so and so. I don't have anything yet. Um. Like I said, the only the thing they have to do is they need to play better defense in the fourth quarter. Um. Because again, no team should be laying you you doing easy layups on us at all. Um. As long as we can play better defense in the fourth quarter and, and close out games defensively, um, we'll be in a good we'll be in a good spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still early, but we are third in the East. <laughs> Hopefully, that can continue. <laughs> Drinking we'll, that motor oil, we'll, man. We'll start off. Well, this is just the this is the lowest seating we're gonna have this entire season. You mark my words. Oh, man, Here's my imagine oil. if imagine if we come out of October undefeated. Undefeated. If we are, I will eat this plant. I will put you to that. Okay. I'll so if that happens, hand. we just shook. Yep. If we are undefeated out of McDonald's, which I don't think will happen. I will eat this artificial plant. On Even the more podcast. reason to root for other. And we'll live out. stream that episode of me eating the pot of Yes. Bread. I'll even I'll bring some salt and pepper. We'll season it. It'll be Maybe great. put it in the oven for a bit. Nah. No? I'm eat it raw. Raw? Okay. Going in raw. May as well go vegetarian after that, all right? I mean, I've done it once. I can do it again. Yeah. Start off right. Yes, exactly. So I guess with that being said, that's, yeah, that's kind of we'll, all we uh, got. I guess we'll pivot for now, and we'll uh, we'll get, we'll talk to you guys next week. Make sure we should probably plug all of our social media now. Yes, if you want to check out any of the Amor podcasts, we are found on all social media at Amor Media Co. There, you can link up with us, follow us. If you uh, if you go into the the, the lists of people that we're following, it's all of our podcasters and our podcasts. So definitely check out those. Um, we have a lot of we want we have a lot of big ideas that we uh, we're coming out with daily. It seems yeah, like so. I feel like I feel like I feel like I've got like a new idea like every fucking day. Yeah. Like. So definitely check out those. We have um, I'm, I'm on the podcast Groupies, which talks about music. Um, we we've been having a blast with that, talking about our most recent episode was the state of rock music. A good episode. I liked it. Did you listen? Yeah. I yeah. Listened. I listened to everything. It's interesting. So yeah. definitely go check that out. Get in touch with us. Um, I believe. Chad might host a podcast or two. Uh, yeah, I have a couple shows. Uh, make sure you can uh, you can follow me at the Chad One Hundred, and I host uh, Pinned, which is a pro wrestling podcast. That's literally at Pinned Podcast. Um, Austin's my co-host. He's fantastic. I rag on him, but I love the guy. Um, Out uh, Outlast is our reality TV podcast. Right now, we're cur- we're currently covering Survivor. So if you like Survivor or you just like the sound of my wonderful voice, make sure you check that out. That's at uh, Podcast Outlast. Um, these are all on Spotify as well and iTunes and Apple Podcasts. All that good stuff. All that good stuff. You can find it basically anywhere. Um, that's the only things I host right besides Pistons Pivot. Yes. 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 <laughs> it's For hard now. to keep track. Yeah. How many? How many? Yeah. <laughs> 
at least for now. Uh, but yeah, check those out. Also check out Conspiracy Club because once again, that's the one we haven't plugged yet. So. Yes, they yeah. are just coming out with an episode, The Downer Party, part I, two. I, I can't wait for that to get it out. It is going to be out tomorrow, Tuesday. Was, I don't know. This will drop also Tuesday. So okay. technically it's out today if you're listening. Ah, yes. If you're listening to it now, check immediately. Watch us and then watch them because that was a very good episode. Fantastic if, podcast. Especially if you love Native Americans killing white people, which, <laughs> which that, we're all about. So. Exactly. So uh, with that said, thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the next Pistons Vivid. Yes.